This week, I'm taking y'all... I think it's been a while since we spun the block here. Uh, We're going around Sid's monologue corner this week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. And scene. I'm going to go ahead and have to just call this boy. Oh, Hello? Can I, can I speak to, to Michael? Oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I feel a little silly doing this, but uh, this is the waitress from the coffee house on 39th and Lennox. You know the one with the braids. Yeah, well, I see you on Wednesdays all the time. You come in every Wednesday on your lunch break, I think. And you always order the special with the hot chocolate. And my manager, he be tripping and stuff, talking about we got to use water, but I always use a little milk and cream for you because I think you kind of sweet anyway you always got on some fly blue suit and your cufflinks shining all bright so what you do oh word yeah that's interesting look man I don't even want to waste your time but I know girls don't usually do this but I was wondering if maybe one day we could get together outside the restaurant Cause I do look a lot different outside of my work clothes. And see, thank you. I need some applause or something. Can you add some effects at the end of that? Like an applause? <laughs> now you want me to start editing in an applause track? Yeah. I have a couple of thoughts. One, <laughs> and I stand by this, there is no heterosexual explanation for her doing that. <laughs> The boys <laughs> like that, Alexa. I'm trying to tell you. Have you tried it on a boy? They like that. That was homophobic for you to ask, and you're getting wild just because you know <laughs> this is coming out after Pride Month is over. <laughs> no, I have not tried that out on any boys. <laughs> you know what type of lifestyle I'm living. <laughs> well, two. If he got on a blue suit on 39th Street, he is not doing nothing interesting. His line of work is not interesting. You don't know I that. I doubt it. I doubt it. Well. Okay. I'm just throwing shade because you never miss an opportunity to bring this up. And I just never. I don't feel like it relates terribly much. Like, I don't feel like it relates a whole lot. But it does, though. Why? Why doesn't it? <laughs> you always say that. Was it not a phone conversation? Are we not dealing with some phone conversations in this film that we're about to get into? Hmm? Yeah. Does one plus okay, one not true. equal two, Alexis? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. I was I was hoping you would take more of like a I thought you would go for like um the great philosopher of our time, mm -hmm. uh, Megan D. Stallion. Um mm. something she says something in a poem, she says something like freak, freak. Freak nasty, freak nasty ain't gonna get mm -hmm. the pussy but he hoping that he do yeah um mm -hmm. quit calling him a trick if he only buy your food yeah i thought yeah. he was gonna say something like that but you no. really brought us around in a very meta way and yeah. i know there's a listener homegirl out there listening right now who appreciated who really it. appreciates you bringing in that that artifact yeah. of culture thank you um listener homegirl whoever you are go ahead let us know that you uh love that thank you <laughs> Well, now that all hearts and minds are clear, uh, how about we tell everybody what we watched this week? Yeah, <clears throat> this one, we're going to get into a background story on, on a review yeah. on this. After but. the cut, yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna talk we'll about that, that after the end of the episode. This is yeah. the only movie we have ever reviewed twice. Twice. <laughs> so we'll talk about that after the end of the review. <laughs> yeah. So stick around. Uh, but this yeah. week we tuned into Jezebel, released 2019, currently available to stream on Netflix. Written, directed by, and also starring Numa Perrier alongside Tiffany Tennille, Stephen Barrington, Brett Gelman, and Bobby Field. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. Mm. And y'all know how we do it here. Each and every week we start with one of my favorite segments, our 60 second challenge, where Alexis explains the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds or less. This week brought to you by Sprint and T-Mobile. Three minutes after nine. All righty. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. You ready? Let's let's we're gonna start the clock. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Over in hot ass uh Las Vegas, <laughs> there is a sister. Well, there's a family really, uh sisters, two sisters and a brother who live in a like weekly rental motel type of like extended stay. And Mm -hmm. the big sister, Sabrina, is a phone sex operator. And that's how she gets her money. That's how she's feeding her daughter and taking care of the family. And she has a little sister named Tiffany, who is not yet uh, in the workforce, but she's 19 Mm -hmm. and it's time for her to start earning money, especially now that their mother has sadly passed away. So Sabrina hooks Tiffany up with a job as a cam girl. Now, mind you, this is like 1990 something. This is like 98, 99. (laughs) So the internet hella choppy very you know old school and Mm -hmm. so she goes to the job and she starts getting into it a bit much and she discovers her sexuality and her agency through this job i almost ran out okay you almost ran out of time (laughs) two seconds on the clock yeah yeah (laughs) had i not given you that countdown you would have been all lackadaisical whoop do 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 we would have had a beat my bad Ooh, you almost caught me slipping but not today yeah ding Uh uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh mm-hmm they tried to hold a nigga like me down, but they can't. <laughs> can't but you can't. Yeah. What's uh, Mary J. Blige? But you can't hold a good woman down from um, Dark uh, Lord. What's the Tyler Perry movie with Taraji P. Henson? I can do bad. Yeah, but you can't hold a good woman down. Was the song the theme song? <laughs> oh, I gotta look at. Like, I don't know that one. Yeah, <laughs> but that sounds very Mary J. Blige. Um, <laughs> it was. So yeah. She is literally one of the God's strongest soldiers. I mean, <laughs> truly. I, every, I listen to literally. my life pretty often. And, I, and I've and i been yeah. through things in life, but nothing like yeah. what Mary went through when my life yeah. came out. And I be, I feel the same pain, the same hurt. And I, Mary, yeah. and she was so young when my life if came out. Like, damn. Me in my mm. eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know? shout out to, yeah. shout out to Mary Blige. <laughs> but, yes, Mary J. Blige. <laughs> we're going to get into our general thoughts on Jezebel. Long awaited. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. All right, y'all. Before we get into our general thoughts on Jezebel, wanted to first shout out uh, a few 
commenters and listeners of the show uh, who left some really great comments on TikTok. User Footsie Collins. I don't know where I get these names from, but great handle. They just stated Je- Jezebel was intense, but beautiful. So glad that you enjoyed the film. Hope you also enjoy this review. Let us know your thoughts when this drops. And then user A Slim commented and said, nine times out of 10, I haven't watched it, but everything you review, I do watch it. A Slim, we love it. We appreciate it. This is for you. Shout out to you for being a loyal listener, a listener homegirl. Um, And for everyone else listening to the show, we wouldn't be doing this without y'all coming in and hearing what we have to say every single week. So hope you enjoy the review and let's get back to it. So, Sydney, what did you think of Jezebel? After now rewatching the movie and <laughs> doing our <laughs> second review, I did, though, like yeah. try and think about what I said about Jezebel when we reviewed it. I couldn't remember. Two years ago. I couldn't remember a thing. I couldn't remember a thing. So, fresh thoughts. Um, but I feel like a part of like what I remember really liking it. Well, first, number one, I really enjoyed this movie. This movie made me a fan of Numa Perrier, and I'm so excited um, for. Uh, the movie she has coming out. Yes. Tia Williams, The Perfect Find, uh, adapted that into a movie releasing on Netflix. I hope sometime, yeah, like this year, like I just saw like they're like the color correcting phase on footage. So Numa, if you're listening, you know, we'd love to have you on the show, first of all, because we're fans. Um, But if you want to slip us a release date or something, I won't tell nobody elsewhere. Something like that. Something like that. (laughs) But... (laughs) Um, this was like one of the first, I feel like movies when people, you know, when it was all, we need more, uh, coming of age stories for black girls. We need more (laughs) just things about black people being black people, you know, (laughs) when people was all on Twitter. (laughs) Who is that? Is that like generic black audience member? (laughs) Yes, it it is. Yes. We need more. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like this, like. This is what, like, just look for these movies. Like, this is, like, a really great young black girl coming-of-age story. Like, great movie. or just, like, on sisterhood and, like, family and how, like, not yeah. all families look you like know what the they traditional gonna say nuclear to you, unit. What they gonna say? They gonna say, it's trauma. It's right. It's trauma. Right. It's trauma. trauma. <laughs> and it really isn't. Uh, this, yeah, I mean, it's tough life but some people have a tough life right literally and listen numa the writing the directing your vision and it just comes through so well in this film uh tiffany's character jezebel i think it's just she's so well developed and i i love being on the journey with her like just trying yeah. to figure out life as she has to like just dive into the deep end after like yeah. a terrible experience. So I don't got nothing bad to say about Jezebel or Miss Numa. This is going to be all just accolades, applause, and good times. What did you yeah. think on your now uh, second, third, fourth watch? I don't know how many of Jezebel. <laughs> yeah. on It's just my second time watching it. Yeah. And I do have some like things that I feel that, that I've, even though I can't remember what I said about the movie two yeah. years ago, I... Mm-hmm can realize like some thoughts that I have feel new. 
like some of them i have yeah. they feel like familiar like oh okay yeah but mm-hmm. so on second watch like these uh this movie had some some parts of it that stuck out more to me and i, I and it's really about the beautiful sisterhood notes so yeah. i'm excited to talk about that i did enjoy the movie um especially i just I enjoyed the movie for being like the raw emotional experience that it was. And I'm yep. just not going to have anything. I just got to tell you straight up, listener, homegirl, I'm not going to have anything bad to say about Miss Perrier. I just, how could I? <laughs> like one, the the thing that, you know, we always say on here and that we really admire about filmmakers that you say a lot, Sydney, about when you have a distinctive eye, like somebody mm-hmm. ain't got to you know djs have to have a dj tag a lot of them do yeah but somebody ain't got to see that it's a new perrier like project to know that it's her eye and she right. already has that like distinct visual like so many shots in this movie mm-hmm. i was expecting the black and sexy logo to pop up <laughs> like i was expecting yeah. black and sexy baby <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know because it's just yeah. i yeah. i am just so um it, her her eye is so recognizable, like her vision mm-hmm. and the way she uh, lays things out. So I just I don't I'm never gonna have anything bad to say about Miss Numa. Um, and with that, yeah. I'm ready to get on into it. Yeah, y'all are in for a treat. This I feel like yeah. we haven't had this feeling. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's been a minute. It's been a excited. minute. Yeah, yeah, and it also. You know what? I'll save that to the end when we talk about. Mm-hmm. The, I'm I'm keeping about the movie now, but when we talk about the significance of the review, <laughs> I'll save yeah. it to the end. Yes. So yeah, let's <laughs> tune get in into... after the cut. You need you're gonna yeah. want to hear the full story. Yeah. Here. Okay. <laughs> I'll put the timestamp in the in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, let's get on into some of these scenes of Jezebel. Here on the New Chitlin Circuit, we'd like to start with the first scene of the movie. And this one opens up very, I don't know if you used to watch the Black and Sexy like YouTube channel, but this opens I up didn't. You very much. You put me on. Yeah I, yeah. I wasn't familiar with like Numa, honestly, at all until we like decided to oh. watch this two years ago. Yeah. So yeah. you put me on to them. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Great stuff. And you'll yeah. actually see a lot of actors that you're like, that you've seen on TV or in commercials or something. You'll see a lot of them mm-hmm. in, in Black and Sexy, but um it this looks a lot like uh like how yeah. the how the stories would be shot like these like little vignettes mm. so we open mm-hmm. up and we see sabrina who is played by numa perrier herself in the flesh yeah. she is <laughs> laid out on the bed <laughs> and she is a hard-working woman she is on the phone she is. um having like you know a she's assisting a customer mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. uh, a um a, a need for for self fulfillment. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That was good. That was good. Yeah. And now where we when you come in and it's a little like uncomfortable because it's it's sex like it's sexual stuff. It is. So you're like, it's oh, listen. No, it's provocative. It gets the people going. Yeah. <laughs> and then you kind of gag after a couple minutes, like after a minute or so, <laughs> because she goes, "Yeah," and I'm playing with my long blonde hair, my hair. pale skin, <laughs> yeah. and like <laughs> the camera's showing the us, like what? you know, the, clearly this is not right. a pale skin, blonde haired woman. So mm-hmm. immediately you kind of get a sense <laughs> of like yeah. the type of like scene we're setting for the movie and the type of like relationship that black women have to the sex work industry in terms of like desirability and what customers yeah. want from want from black women you know right, so right, i'm right. already interested at this point 
<laughs> Same. I'm I'm here for it. I remember like um because <laughs> I watch TV and I listen to music very loudly. And this came on, yep. so I was like, oh wait a minute, I forgot this how this how it oh, opened. Let me turn it this down. down for my neighbors think I mean. Yeah. I mean, the way yeah. I be hollering at these movies, uh, I know my neighbors be like, what, the f- what is she be watching up there? Like, like, damn. Why is she What is so yelling? damn they funny? They probably think I. <laughs> they, I mean, no, the way I be, they probably think I be watching sports or something because I be yelling at the screen, like, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, not you be hooting and hollering. <laughs> yeah, I be hooting and hollering. So <laughs> after this, you know, we get the. Frankly, it felt kind of like a like a cold open. Like it felt like a like it a good did. gag yeah. to get you into the movie. Um, but then we see, you know, as as light as the open was, we see that this situation for these characters is not very pleasant. Mm-mm. It's not lush. Yeah or comfortable at all because just outside of the door where Sabrina is hard at work, she's a hardworking woman, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is Tiffany sleep on the couch. Also yep. with uh, her little her brother, the little girl's character's Juju. name? Juju. Juju. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. I love black people. <laughs> right. Uh, and her brother is sleep on the floor. Uh, Dominic sleep on the Dominic. floor. Mm-hmm. So this is, I, this is the head count is four. In this like already two room, one bedroom, uh, right? So yeah, and and Tiffany is the only one awake hearing Sabrina do her work, which is a little uncomfortable. <laughs> well, Dom is awake too because he's like, "You in there doing that sex work again?" Or whatever uh, he said to her, that nasty stuff. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about it. you're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but that's how the bills get paid around here. Hello. So now in the next scene. You know, we wake up the next day. Um, they wake up and Tiffany is, Tiffany's a young girl. She's about 19 yep. and, you know, she's she's just getting her footing in the world, really, you know? Mm-hmm. So she is saying to Sabrina that it's time for them to go visit their mother. And yeah. you kind of get the sense that the mom is either, you know, um, is in a position where clearly she can't help them because they're mm-hmm. all living in this extended stay together. Um, exactly. And we find out that their mom is sick and they're going to go yeah. visit her at like the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. But before they can get to do that, you know, they're putting together the bus fare and in comes a man named David, white man, um, white man. Yeah. which is jarring because every time I'm watching one of these movies, I'm like, who is this white person? What is this? <laughs> right. Who is this? How's this? <laughs> yeah. And he is Sabrina's boyfriend. Now mm-hmm. it's getting weird. <laughs> So in comes David, um, and he just frankly, for me, the character David, because I felt like I was in Tiffany's shoes, and he mm-hmm. just, I would have been so irked by him being there at all, ever, because he's taking yeah. up so much space. Like, and he's this not is providing a small anything. Place, and we are family. Right. And you're right. bringing nothing. Because in this scene, Sabrina is saying to him, okay, we're about to go visit our mom. You and Dom need to go get- You need to go find a jobs. Job. Yeah. A job. That TikTok sounds yeah. like, I'm, what I'm going to need you to do is get up and go get yourself a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's what they right. needed to do is get a damn job. Yeah. Like something. It's You think it's going to be five of us living in this very cramped motel extended stay and only one of us is working to keep us here? No, sir. Ain't going to work. Five adults with adult Mm-mm. appetites giving off yeah. an adult body amount of body heat. That's yeah, nope. that's not going to work for me. Nope. Without bringing in no adult money. 
That's right. not going to work for me. Yeah. Not and really. Sabrina felt the same damn way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause she told their asses to go out and get a job, which they did not. They spent the whole day drinking. So you got money to drink. Yeah. No but you ain't money. got no money. Mm-hmm. See, but a bus that's the to problem. get yourself a job. That's the problem. Right. Dave. And this was, you know, I'm not going to, if there's any older millennials that listen, you know, <laughs> at me, fight me. You know, I'm not trying to say one era was more difficult than the, than the other. But I am saying uh-huh. that in 1999, you did not need a LinkedIn to, to get not. a cashier job. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> like now, yeah, everybody got, you know, <laughs> maybe not exactly true. today because of the labor shortage, but like, right, right, you know, right. pre-pandemic, they wanted Three all years these qualifications. Ago. Hello. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't understand why you can't go get yourself an application. <laughs> and just, <laughs> come on. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like Dave, as a white man, could have just showed That's up. That's what I was going to say. Like, like a, as a white man, yeah. Dave, there's no excuse for you to not have a right. job. He could have showed a up, white man. stole somebody's mm-hmm. uh, uniform, and just started yep. working. Started working. And he would have picked up his yeah, check at the day. Had to say, yeah. Thank you, because you didn't even have to set up direct deposit. You just got to get in line and get your check. Yeah, get your check. <laughs> oh, I was living different back then. Oh, my God. <laughs> he could have got himself a job somewhere, yeah. a construction site or something. But, yeah. Right. So, something. the problems really set in after they get back. In this movie, while it feels really like, like, it doesn't feel fast in terms of how fast the plot is coming at you. At all. But, like, the, the moments feel lingering. But mm-hmm. they are really, really streamlined. Like, we don't go honestly, into the like, hospital to see the mom and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Which was done well because they're even like, like, we don't need like all the visual details, but I still feel yeah. like at points I felt their same like anxiety to like, how are we going to get through this day? What are we going to, how are we going to even put together bus fare for us to get to our mother's funeral? How are we going to pay for her funeral? Like, are we going to be able to stay here together next week? So, acting, I I think probably in the acting, which is really what brought the story um, full circle all the way around for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And like that same, that tension is what really drives the plot forward. Like this, it's Mm -hmm. a weekly rental, as you said. So they're literally worried about day to day, week to week. Like how are we going to make sure we have somewhere to stay? Which leads them, you know, they're having the conversation about money that night because Mm -hmm. we got to do something, you know? And literally, you know, in just the in just a little bit of time here, the mother actually passes away. And this is where they're having mm-hmm. that conversation. You just said, how are we going to pay for any of this stuff? You know, Without, yeah. so thereafter, after they, you know, get enough bus fare to go, you know, uh, like bury their mother or like, you know, yeah. um, lay their mother to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sabrina has to have this really and frankly really not good conversation with tiffany tiffany yeah about tiffany it's time for her to go work you know what i'm saying and yeah i just can't imagine i felt for tiffany so much because 19 you lost your mama and now it's the next day and now you gotta go into the workforce and yeah now you're responsible for feeding yourself and stuff like that and she i can't imagine yeah but i think this is what also like brought me just into like their relationship as sisters because while like sabrina laid it out like look it's time for you to find a job and then she goes like eventually your own weekly 
like your own place. Like once you get yeah. this much, you could do it. But you know, we you need to hit the pavement. <laughs> yeah. So I felt Sabrina and, and I also felt like Tiffany's like, well, damn girl, like she not even cold yet. What you what you talking about? Yeah. Like, can we Well damn bitch? We <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I struggled with that on my first watch of this, like with mm-hmm. Sabrina's character, like not offering really any nurturing to Tiffany. Like she yeah. offered, you know, a lot of like kind training and knowledge sharing but when Mm -hmm. it comes to like nurturing and like like care I felt that that was lacking like from Sabrina as a person to her sister because Mm -hmm. I just have such a hard time and Tiffany brought this up yeah you are running me down about a job when there are two big grown ass men in here men yeah eating big grown ass men portions Right. And drinking right. and not working mm-hmm. and you're running me down? Yeah. Try, you're trying to move me out? Right, right, right. You know? I feel it. And it feels like, you know, I got, it seemed a little less harsh on this watch. I still don't like, I still don't like Not that at Sabrina all. But I feel like that also, that happens in like real life. How many, yeah. like, so many women just kind of let the men in their lives do whatever the hell they want. And yeah. it's up to them to figure out the real life things that need to happen. But he can go and yeah. play because that's what men it, do. It's kind of like this. This is how, you know, women as agents of patriarchy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. shoot shoot ourselves in the foot because the idea women have is like, you know, this type of like woman Sabrina has is that inherently a woman is going to be more capable of getting shit done. Right. Yeah. So because yeah. of that you hold men to a lower standard and you don't expect right. much of them. And you now you have yourself in a position where you got grown ass men skating by mm-hmm. and eating off of you, but you're not yeah. willing to let your 19 year old sister eat off of you. 19 Figure is out a kid. Life. You was, yes. you was a kid. You're a like, teenager. You're literally you know still a teenager. I was a kid at 19. I was too. <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah, was. Like- so like, you know, and I like to think I'm, I'm uh, actually an old man on the inside, and I still was pretty childish at 19. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, see, I know I was. I, I didn't have nothing. I still don't got nothing figured out. Uh, at 19, <laughs> let's let's just talk about clueless. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So you sitting up and you willing to throw your sister out in the cold? Well, it's in the Las cold. Vegas in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> in the desert sun, let her shrivel yeah. up like a raisin in the sun. Mm. But these men get to stay in the shade and drink Corona. I don't like that. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Well. But yeah. Yeah. This is what leads Tiffany down her path, though. So mm-hmm. uh, Sabrina hooks her up with a job um, as a cam girl. She goes down. She yep. sees the man. And he's all. the What the man name was? Uh, the white man? Chuck. 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 Chuck mm-hmm. opened up the door. You know, he's like, I need to see some ID. What's going on with you? How old is and you? And she goes yeah. in. She does the interview, which is pretty much just him asking her general questions and then asking to see her titties. That's yeah. the interview. Uh, yeah. And giving her the rules. And then, boom, you working a night, girl. Um, Let's get it okay. in. <laughs> and this is where... My girl was not prepared, though. Yeah, my girl all. was not just, prepared at all. <laughs> because, like, now I'm grown, so I have... This is just us homegirls. I don't think it's any mm-hmm. men listening at the moment. I think it's just if us. It's what, what our Lennox say, all the niggas in here, 
get out. It's <laughs> if you're a man, if you're from the label, get out of here. Okay, come God. back she in like five minutes. No, <laughs> yeah, she was on live, like in the studio, about to record. <laughs> yeah, it's just us. Yeah. All the men get out. Skip, skip five minutes yeah. if you're a man. Um. So, yeah, as an adult now, I invest in good quality underwear and stuff like that, right? Because mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. matters to me. But yeah. when I was 19, you know, I just brought the panties and bras I had like, with from, me from, from high home school. To college. <laughs> Same. So if I had, at 19, if I had to impromptu do a cam show oh, in whatever girl. bra and panty I had on, it would have been crazy. It would have looked crazy. I would have been looking at a mess. I would have been looking at a mess. I didn't, there were and no matching did. sets. She had on a They're damn Sherman bra. Yeah. <laughs> and them granny panties. There was, there was yeah. nothing like... She did look my, a mess. Like, yeah, I would have had to missed. do a cam show in my pack panties from the Target. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put on my little, um, what's my little, uh, my little boy shorts, my little Victoria's Secret boy shorts, and something that said like "kiss on the butt" or something. <laughs> and my little multicolored little pink. bra that don't match. <laughs> Hey boy, the straps loose, just ain't, right. loose. ain't nothing, nothing sexy right. about it. Yeah, at all. <laughs> Nothing's really holding me up. I didn't have much to hold up, no right. way. So I'm just right. It's not. It's giving juvenile child, not <laughs> <laughs> sexy woman. Exactly. Yeah. So this Mm-mm. is the position that Tiffany finds herself in, and clearly, this is why, like. This character is so relatable, even though I've not yeah. been anywhere remotely in this situation. But like, she's relatable as a person because she's a regular nineteen-year-old girl, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So she does the show. She sits down in front of the camera, and she has one of the veteran girls uh, there, and they clicking on this big ass keyboard. Honestly, like that just the because I also I watched Girl Six for the first time. I don't know, maybe like two three months ago. Um, yeah. Actually, over the holidays, so my like six months ago, um, and, and then now crazy. like time like crazy, um, and then seeing this and like I'm like based in the same kind of like time period and how like cam girls and like phone sex workers how all of that worked it just seems so yeah. wise, so much work to get it to happen <laughs> like you want me to yeah. type on a qwerty keyboard to like mm-hmm. these random dudes well like it's it's so much so yeah shout out uh. So sex workers, I hope y'all are safe. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, God, that's a lot. Definitely. <laughs> it's hard work. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So she's there, and the girl is telling her um, all the rules. Like, yeah, only do nudity in a private room. You cannot show nudity for free. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, we type here. They can't hear us, so we just type the message, and we sit here looking cute. Yep. And that's how it works. When you go into rooms, no penetration. That's not. Right. That's against the rules. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is odd because, like, like, like full sex work, like, like prostitution is legal in some yeah, parts yeah, of yeah. Nevada. So Nevada, yeah. <laughs> why you can't bust it open on the camera? <laughs> was it maybe it wasn't legal then? I don't know. Wasn't that oh, like maybe so in the last like ten years, like made legal in certain parts of Nevada? So there's some there. very old. No? Uh, they call them brothels. I don't think that's a PC way to say it, but there's some oh, very I don't old think so. brothels. That's in very Game of Thrones. That's you can only say that about that time period, not today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for correcting me. Yeah. <laughs> well, establishments, yeah. establishments. Yeah, establishments. Um, that's better. Yeah. Maybe a bathhouse? Is that more like PC for today? That's for men. 
that's for men with like I don't think women be in the bathhouse get it bust down. I don't think so. That's oh, just because I'm gay. So like there's stuff that I hear and I automatically associate with gay men. And I'm like, no, we don't do mm. stuff like that, lesbians, because we would oh. be worried about the wrong thing in a bathhouse. Oh, gotcha. It's not enough room to talk about your feelings in there, you know? Wow. That's what we well, like Well, the Maybe. establishment. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> the establishment. Nevertheless. But that's the rule. No penetration in the private mm-hmm. room, neither. But you could do a little nudity. So she's having a good time, and she she gets a private room. You know, um, she gets yeah. taken to the private chat, and that is the only time you're getting paid is in the private chat. You get mm-hmm. paid about a minute or something in there. So yeah, and you get tips. I think that's how it works. Yeah, I think so. So Tiffany develops this um, e relationship you know customer type of relationship with a man named bobby you know who we never Mm -hmm. see of course because he's just through the screen like this is a guy who's paying for her affections and that's it you know right but he seems nice enough and you know we get these chats uh along with some very like creatively lit and like interesting visuals of her beautiful numa the way you just use color to to light up a set to light like the yeah. when Tiffany uh, now as Jezebel would go into the private chat yeah. and the room is just like this I don't know like beautiful pink red or like yeah. sometimes it's like blue and we get this really great close up of her and we see, just ten out of ten Numa come on yeah. girl come on the show I'm such a fan I'm a, I'm I'm gonna ask you again because <laughs> I hope you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney, you're so funny and i agree with you wholeheartedly like wow <laughs> actually we missed a little a little little point and one of this is probably one of the most shared parts of the movie which is mm-hmm. when tiffany becomes jezebel which is when she yeah. is holding back her <laughs> holding back that hair <laughs> and sabrina put that wig on like a uh <laughs> like a like a helmet like a swim cap she squeezed all of it I know her head was hurting. Oh, I know that was like a crease on her forehead when she took it off. I know it did. Yeah. Then we and I'm out of dedication in terms of like, because of course the wardrobe was there and it was very like 90s what Tiffany had on. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate the, like the commitment on the hair too. Because Tiffany, before mm-hmm. she becomes Jezebel with the, with the wig, she has like yeah. little scrunchies and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's the style she, she like added a, to- in. a character and like as told by Ginger or something. Like yes. How, like, oh my they God. They had the black yes. characters wear their hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah. So after she's, you know, this is her first night working and she, it goes great. She earns it some does. money. She is she's you know feeling all woo woo about Bobby because she's it's got her a own clientele at this point. Yeah, right. Like it's working and out. She's feeling it. It's feeling good. She ain't got no problems. Mm-hmm. So she's going back to work, you know, and having these private chats with Bobby. But you know, in the next time she's at work, mm-hmm. she's in the public chat room with two of the girls, white girls, and yeah. you know, one of the men gets racial. Very much. Because she's in here in these racial feet chat rooms. (laughs) She's in the racial chat rooms showing feet. Feet. (laughs) Do we ever get to the bottom of that? Yes, we (laughs) did. Somebody lied on my homegirl. Somebody lied. Listen, 
free Doja. Listen, she beat them allegations. Yeah. She did. Okay, I'm. I. You know, I. Write, I go hard for Doja. Okay. Yeah. Playing at her. We was, was just it. gonna support just, silently anyway. Even truly, I was gonna be in a bop sack because I was like, because it didn't make no sense to me. I said, "What y'all mean? She's showing feet in the chat rooms? What does that mean exactly? What does that mean precisely? What do you mean precisely? What do you um, mean?" This is actually the opposite. She was in the feet chat room and he yes. was bringing slurs into the feet chat room. Yes. So it was actually the opposite. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. And she, you know, so she done got up there and got called a nigga and uh-huh. by some white man on the screen. Nick-er. And hard ER. E- ER. 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 <laughs> and the two white girls couldn't give any less of a fuck. They're just clinking away on the keyboard. Girl, we Literally. get called names all the time. All the time. Slut, I get called names all the time. Hard. Ah. Slut, slut bag, come back. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you a man and you skip four or five minutes and this is where you got landed at, do I'm another sorry. 60 seconds back. <laughs> I promise it. So you get the full context. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's my last time considering <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah. And they don't give a fuck. So she storms out and goes to Chuck and expects some type, like, he the damn HR. Like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, Like, he gonna uh, say something. We're okay. gonna get rid of that right immediately. We're gonna ban those gentlemen. We're gonna make what? this, a, like, a safe workspace because we care about Mm-mm. black women. No. They don't care nothing about that. I think it's so funny no. how times have changed because now white people, even white people who are not liberal, like white people mm-hmm. who are like moderates or even conservatives at your yeah. job. If somebody, if anybody ever called you a nigger at your job, <sighs> any white person would be like, oh no, no, oh, no, right. no, no. That's that is not okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. heck no. You know, because they <laughs> yeah. jump at the opportunity to like fight overt racism because they just got to the point mm-hmm. where they recognize that overt racism exists. But yeah. it's like an opportunity to be like, see, I'm not Oof. that. <laughs> right, right, because because I, I saw what she just did. And I don't do stuff like that. Yeah, but and I, I would never do ask that. You, right, but I would. But I will like ask you about your your hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. that's crazy how times change. Because Chuck wasn't even trying to hear it. He don't even care nothing about that. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so now you know when we're getting this steady buildup of 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 Tiffany as Jezebel. Um, mm-hmm. feeling good in this job and blossoming sexually and sexually, an, she's feeling more adult. confident. You can tell like yeah. it's about like she herself, like her own sexuality. <laughs> she's feeling sexy. Yeah, yeah. Just, but honestly, know, like captured really well because I think at that like at that age, I feel like we're all just trying to like figure out like what does like my body like really like right. mean. Like okay, I've gone through I guess like the harder part of puberty. Yeah. So now like you know. My body has arrived for the most part. So, like, how am I going to, like, make this work for me? And I thought that was done. Dare I say, from listening to my older friends and, like, aunties and stuff, Uh I don't think that phase ended until you, like, in your early to mid-30s of, like, I I I feel like we're still like is for real. We talked about it, yeah. Like, earlier, like, once we hit, like, 24, 25, and it's like, damn, am I going through puberty again? Again, this sucks. Like, what the fuck going on? Like this is because not only, not only is my body doing weird stuff again, I also feel dumb. I feel like yeah, like I <laughs> like, feel kind of more confused and dumb. Yes, and, like what the fuck this is. So, like, and y'all told me when I turned twenty five, 
my cere- like my brain would be fully formed. Okay. And there's some yeah. days when I'd be like, damn girl, you smart. Look at you having a fully formed brain. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And other days I'd be like, no, sis, why would you say that? Why would you even do that? That what made no. you put that together? What made you <laughs> right? <laughs> no. And I read something that pissed me off about that like prefrontal cortex stuff is uh-huh. I can't believe they even said this. I just see I turned 25 a year ago. I'll be 26 in a month. And mm-hmm. I read somewhere in the news, like a you know, one of them articles about a science study. And they like yeah, yeah. they said that the brain fully forms somewhere between twenty-four and twenty-eight. Why the fuck would you I'm sorry? <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. You told me twenty-five. Y'all told me twenty-five. Exactly. <laughs> you told me twenty-five. Now, of course, logically, like, duh, how could it be the same year for everybody? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but why True. would you extend okay. it up that far? What the fuck I look like twenty-eight not fully formed. <laughs> not having a fully formed <laughs> What the fuck I look like? <laughs> Twenty seven oh and ain't got a whole huh. prefrontal cortex. That's I like crazy. That. You that's how like they that. say you too. Right how they say uh, to kids like you too big to be doing all of that. That's how I feel about my brain right now. <laughs> you too big for that. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> you it's too big for that. <laughs> that Dang. baby too big for that damn strong. That baby too that's big for that. Come on. She can walk. <laughs> that baby can walk. <laughs> Black people need to stop doing Our ancestors dreamed about rest and being able to rest them kids. And now all but we, we do can't, is snatch mm, babies out of strollers. Yes, we can't lose recipes. That baby can walk. Look at them limbs. We say that about any baby that's... Uh-uh. Especially don't let it be an abnormally big baby. Listen. <laughs> that baby need to walk, ain't it? <laughs> walk. I know she heavy. Come on now, walk. Mm. Look at that baby walk. She don't mm-hmm. walk, do it. She don't walk, do it. <laughs> yeah. She still ain't so. walking? Uh-uh. That's, that's an issue. We losing recipes. Black we got to keep that one going. And that's how I feel. I feel like a too big baby in a stroller just thinking about not being That's fully a good done. analogy. I'm ready to say I'm just that's grown. That's exactly and, how I you know, feel. Call it, you know? I just don't, anyway. I don't, I still don't feel grown though. So my, I'm, maybe I'm not fully formed because I don't feel grown. Like I know I do I things feel, that are grown, but I don't yeah. feel grown. I'm starting to feel a little grown. Are you? Yeah. Hmm. I'm starting to feel a little grown. I still feel like I'd be doing. I just I just be thinking dumb stuff. And I'm like, damn girl, like yeah. that was for like twenty one year old you, not today. <laughs> I mean, grown people do dumb stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. okay. I just start writing all my dumb stuff out. Like I just be like, it's fine. <laughs> See, I don't need to journal. I don't need to journal um, that because that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Tiffany is going through these things as well. And this kind of bursts mm-hmm. her bubble when, you know, she, you know, uh, gets slurred <laughs> at work. Yeah. Because she was really feeling it. You know, we get this scene after work one day where she's in the bathtub and she's mm-hmm. just like really feeling herself. She's, she's like, feeling it. Yeah. Like, she's feeling it. <laughs> what do you need, and, Bobby? Like, my yeah, girl was slave, on Bobby. It. Like, she's like, <laughs> yeah. Bobby. She's feeling it, um, which is so embarrassing because, like, we already proved that all these doors and walls is thin. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you here in the tub alone. <laughs> you in the tub. Ain't no TV in here, I don't think. So like, everybody is just, it's silent and they hear you. Um, Who are you talking to? But she has this fantasy of, mm-hmm. like, kissing the coworker that she works with, the girl, uh, yeah. the older and I feel like, white girl there. I don't know why, but I think I'm, I missed this. In my first watch. I was oh, like, I oh, didn't. wait a minute. 
she's coming into her like sexuality here also. I yeah. just did. Oh, she's kind of rubbing like, up on herself too. Yeah, she's having some like, exploration okay, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of how it goes. Like I feel like you know the sexual awakenings we have in life. I like because I remember mm-hmm. like you know puberty or even just younger yeah. than that, like you know B two K. And, right. and like hey, you know you're feeling something you don't know what it is but i feel i don't it. know what it is like, but i, I like feel it, it. <laughs> yeah is that what they I mean when they say why. hot in the pants was we hot in the pants yes. is that what they mean yeah yes <laughs> i what, don't know yeah, what was. this feeling is when i see but omarion like, but i like it. i like it a lot yeah yeah so she's having like a sexual awakening of sorts you know the one that you have mm-hmm. when you realize oh like but i I could have sex and this is like, this is like, that's what sex is. And like, yeah, I could do that. And I think I want to (laughs) right? (laughs) like that awakening. Right. Right. That was a really beautiful moment, which like, I I think it's just quintessential about this movie. Like the moments Mm -hmm. that move the movie forward a lot really Mm -hmm. aren't like, really aren't like activities that are going on between characters like that there are these like yeah. little moments that are either like that is really solitude. small like seemingly yeah, yeah. small but really big for the character you know yeah i agree i agree yeah and you feel them as like the viewer you're like ooh, i see where you coming from girl like mm-hmm, been there mm-hmm. yep. yeah yeah meanwhile you know things are getting tense in the in the apartment with the family one um david is just taking up too much space around here one mm-hmm. he is wanting sabrina to be uh all up and don't fellas if you now you tuned in this is for you yeah this for you what how on earth can a woman be turned on when the bill's not paid can't there's no how? such thing you no can't thing. how can you be turned on like i don't know any it woman that would even be able to get Mm-mm. going physically yeah. when the bill's yeah. not paid, especially when yeah. the bill's not paid because you ain't contributed. That's not Doing sexy. nothing at all. <laughs> that doesn't turn me on. It's not sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why the hell he thought that she would be wanting to fuck him. Because he will. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Yeah. Well, I think a little bit of the white man entitlement. And wasn't he also one of her clients at one point and it just yes. happened to be like he like I, like was safe enough to meet in person and it turned into a real relationship yeah which you know there's so many because as a little sister i have two big sisters i'm the youngest mm-hmm. you know there's some stuff when you're a kid you don't know the difference between like what is like what grown or older folks are doing because that's the way things are done and what yeah. grown or older folks are doing because they don't know no damn better. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, exactly. and you don't realize that until you grow up and you're like, you come I down, thought that's like, the way the you hell? did that, but that's not how you yeah. do that. <laughs> and yeah. like, it's clear that like, it, like Tiffany is kind of following like the footsteps Sabrina's, that like Sabrina yeah. makes seem like they're like the normal thing to do. Like mm-hmm. taking a customer and turning them to your boyfriend. You know, that's yeah. another thing that as a sister, like... <sighs> What are you doing? Like, as the big sister, like that's true. Because she does. She's like, you know, need to get you a PL box for these gifts. Yeah, you like, like, do you really think Bobby's the one? It's like these kind, these like right. big and sister like, talks, but it's like, 
girl. But let's come on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so the only thing that um, Sabrina was like, no, girl, <laughs> let me yeah. stop you right there is, mm-hmm. you know, um, Tiffany gets fired from the job because, you know, yeah. she is uh, carrying on about the stuff she don't like about the job, about the racism. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And she gets fired from the job and she almost gets caught up with these two white girls who do porn together, you know? Yep. And Sabrina says, what you going to do porn? Which, porn? Girl, no. For this to be the <laughs> thing that she draws the line on, honestly, just feels a little shamey. Like it, it's, it's, it yeah. feels more like that than protection because I don't understand why you would be more okay with her meeting some stranger off the internet the 90s That's internet point. yeah yeah <laughs> you and know? We, I, I done seen so many after smart guy had the special degrassi yeah. had the episode where little emma got yeah, caught up that was the pilot and, <laughs> that was the pilot you're right i mean sister, sister had this had the episode where uh tia tamara thought she was gonna meet the famous photographer it turned out he was a creep and you know had to do some twin hiking my wife and kids it's, had it's so one but stuff. that theirs was funny yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Uh, chocolate There's... chip side. <laughs> this is funny. But yeah. yeah. So to me it was like she was just letting too much stuff slide. And I just wanted to protect Tiffany, to be honest. I just wanted to be like, shouty. Like Yeah. Okay. This job fired you. But I do think fired you it didn't work like, out. Sabrina, like she she put her foot down on like Tiffany, like saying like maybe I'll do some porn. She's like, uh, girl, no. But like for the cam girl stuff, she's like, you know what, girl, you just need to kind of get yourself out there, make a little money, and then maybe you can, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think she was trying to be as supportive as she could in their situation. Yeah. But like, she's we got to draw a line somewhere, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I guess. I just wanted. I just wanted to protect Tiffany. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because at this point, this is when things get the most tense, where Tiffany does go out on her own to get her own weekly because (laughs) Sabrina Mm -hmm. is once again shaking her down while these two grown men is in here eating up all the food. And and Sabrina's like, you know, when are you thinking you're going to move out? And Tiffany's like, girl, I just just got this job, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So- she does move to an identical extended stay. <laughs> right next <laughs> you know, door, it the, seemed like. Right yeah. next door in the same building. Um, and she she loses the job, which which Sabrina finds out after they're eating um, some dominoes <laughs> at the mm-hmm. kitchen table together. So when it all culminates, you know, Tiffany's able to get the job back um, with, yeah. the, with the pay bump. And by 90s standards as well, by today's standards, even twenty dollars an hour—that's good stuff. It's some good money. Yeah. yeah, she went up there and said, "Listen, I'm your number one. Like, I got—I'm making all the money for this joint anyway. Yeah. So either I go with um the white chicks, or what? 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 Yeah. What is it? And Chuck yeah. and what's the sister's name? Vicky got yeah. on board. Yeah. So. Yeah. She gets the job back. She gets the job back. She's got her own weekly. And where we are are tapering off the story is, you know, she's getting ready. Again, she's putting Jezebel on yep. to go meet Bobby. Bobby. And Sabrina mm-hmm. is helping her get ready for this. Yeah. It's a wonderful sisterly moment. And you really have to. It is. At least I do. 
I really had to think beyond what the circumstance was. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> to just appreciate the sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's beautiful. I think there's like, well, the most touching scene in the movie, just like, there's she does break down a little bit, but Sabrina's like, I got you. Like, I'm here. I got your back. Yeah. We going to get through this together. You going to put on Jezebel. You going to go to work. Yeah. And we going to make it do what it do. And yeah. we get the end. And it's just so artsy and just so nice. And it's just like, damn, Numa, you put your foot in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure did. Surely did. Movie just would have been, I think they would have been better as a family if she had just kicked David out and made Dominic Agreed. do a better job. But I, yeah, I this is how it went for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we never see Bobby or find out how that goes, but you know, you're just leaving it open and open ended, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Sydney, I got a question for you. Yeah, man. Who came to act? Yeah, for this week's uh, Who Came to Act nominee, uh, the actor who I think left it all on the screen. Um, great, Really great performances all around. But there can only be one nominee each and every week. And for this week, I would like to nominate Miss Tiffany Tennille, uh, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Tiffany, a.k.a. Jezebel. Great performance, great job. I was looking at uh, her IMDb credits, and I'm just, I'm going to keep checking because I want to see you. And I think she's a great actress, and I want to see her mm-hmm. in a lot more and she many more have projects a movie come to out. come. I see uh, A Love Supreme mm-hmm. that was announced. Finna- oh, a TV as series. As a filmmaker. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> yeah, she's excuse me, sis. Actress and filmmaker Tiffany uh-huh. Tennille. That's so cool. Uh-huh. And and love it. I'm gonna be excited to see that when it come out. Yeah, I want to see know, that. I'm a fan now. You know, so yeah, same because she's not here in the studio with us. I'm gonna accept that on her behalf because she did a great mm-hmm. job. I want to give Agreed. a little honorable mention the the child that played little Juju is uh uh-huh. Luna Perrier's daughter, Rockwell. So shout out oh, to her that's for getting her so... credit. And she was so her cute. IMDb early yes. <laughs> period credit. Yes, period. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right. Um once again, can't praise Miss Numa enough. Um wonderful. Beautiful. What? And I'm gonna ask to again more. if you've listened this far, if you're listening at all, Miss Numa, come on the show. Yeah. We'd love to have you, especially if it's like ahead of a perfect find coming out. Cause girl, I'm waiting, yeah. I'm looking. I love ugh, Tia Williams is my yeah. homegirl in my mind. That girl be writing. So, and I know <laughs> oh, you're going to do the book. She be writing. I know you're going to do that book justice as a film. I just, I feel it. I just, I have no doubts. Yeah. So just I'm looking forward to everything. Another bullet point on the junket. Just add a song. Yes. Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all, we're going to get on out of here. Stay tuned after the cut if you want to know why in the <laughs> hell it took us. What's, it's 2022. This came out in 2019. Why in the hell it took us three yeah. years to review this movie? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit. And that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Now, let me set the stakes for you. In 2020, Mm -hmm. because this movie came out at the festivals and it didn't get on Netflix until 2020, early 2020. Mm -hmm. 
So this is one of the only movies people was talking about for like two months yes. straight. Yep. <laughs> so this yeah. was a no-brainer to this Prime. frankly, we looked silly in 2020 not being a it. black indie podcast and not having a review of this movie. So the stakes yeah. were really high, at least in our minds. Mm-hmm. Um yes, when they this were. occurred to us. So as y'all know, we started the show 2020, and our first episode came out when the lockdown started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We went and recorded. We we what did we have set for that week? Said we had Jezebel that, and Love Beats. We had rhymes, Jezebel, right? yep, Love Beats rhymes for that were going to come out like back to back. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we had did studio two studio sessions. Yeah, actual yeah. in person. We haven't been in the studio since what February twenty twenty. Yeah, this was the last time yeah. we were in the studio. We go, we record mm-hmm. Jezebel, and we record. Love beats rhymes. Beats rhymes. And if yep. you know our lo- loyal listener, homegirls, and the folks who just started who like to listen to early episodes of a show, can go back and yeah. see that Love Beats Rhymes is our only mini. So this is for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we record, but the audio engineer he steps out, and when he comes back in, he says, "Oh no." And we <laughs> and go, "Oh no, what you mean? <laughs> oh no, what? We've been in here for three hours. What you mean? Oh no, recording, <laughs> recording." <laughs> All the tracks are just completely messed up. So imagine our dismay <laughs> when our episode number two, episode number three, that we came yep. all the way down there to record, completely mm-hmm. garbage. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. Garbled up. And to this day, I don't know. He may listen to this show. I think they might. I'm still a little yeah. salty about it. Actually, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad about it because they were really <laughs> great episodes. They were so, yeah. like, they were they so, were so good. Because, ugh. We was yeah to this day three weeks in the we've podcast only recorded, crazy. We've recorded maybe three episodes in person that we've been released, yeah. and two four, of them technically <laughs> we did four, four in person. Yeah. two of them were trashed that didn't work because so we had to yeah. come back and then record twenty four hour love. Exactly. So when you go and listen to twenty four hour love review, listener homegirl, yeah, you'll notice that that one's a bit more colorful. Um, because (laughs) Sydney and I, I don't live in New York. I never have. Um, I was living in DC at the time. I took the train up to go to the studio, record Mm -hmm. this stuff. And we were, we went to the studio in the early afternoon. And when we get this garbled up tracks back, we have to go back (laughs) to Sydney's apartment, Mm -hmm. watch a movie, watch a different movie, watch a different movie. Yeah, so that we can come back to the studio and record a review. But it was, we had been up so long that day. So, you know, we had a couple drinks. And (laughs) that review was the only review we recorded. Tequila, just, no, just, just, yeah, we were drunk. Tequila, no tracer. Yeah. We, I mean, that just comes We didn't even have no ice in the tequila. It wasn't, it was no chaser and it wasn't even shots. It was like in a cup. In a cup. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's how tired we was tequila yeah. in a cup and we yeah. that was still a good review i think it came out good if you want to hear us some slur of- some words go listen <laughs> to the 24 hour love review <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. that is why and we have not and i tell you i shit you not me and cindy have not even said the word jezebel to each other since then because so, yeah <laughs> it was always too soon to try and try it again we were so mad we said we can't recapture the same magic we can't do it and we just never yeah. look back <laughs> we we were so actually now on, enough like, time has passed stood, yeah because we stood 10 toes down for a while like we're just gonna be the only black movie podcast to not review this movie 
because why yeah, would we? And we were for like, a long time. We were. <laughs> it was embarrassing. And I know like, for people not on the film scene, like for people who like are normal people who watch movies and enjoy yeah. movies, because film people watch movies and hate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. For normal people, healthy people who watch movies and enjoy them, that seems like it's nothing. But when you don't have, when you have not given your opinion on something that everybody has given their opinion on, it hurts. It's like you outside the club. <laughs> yeah. It hurts Cold. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Miss Snooma, if you may, if you listen all the way this long, that's why. That's we that's seen the movie so long. and loved it yeah. two years ago. But we just could not bring ourselves to because we didn't want to have to try and recreate anything. We wanted to come that's in fresh minded. Yeah. So the vibe thank was you, so good. Sydney, for bringing this back thank on the you. docket. Yeah, I'm, I did when mm-hmm. we were going through like our list. I said we got to do it. I think it's enough time yeah. has passed. It's let's let's just let's rewatch and review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to everybody out there who might want to start a podcast, uh, be ready for shit <laughs> like that because <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's fun. That's some good BTS fun for the listener, homegirls. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're gonna say bye for real this time. Bye, y'all. Okay, bye.